Okay, Kyle, bring the garland a little farther down. Like this? Perfect. I'll hook this here, and then we can look at hanging the lights. Great. Do you want me to set up the chairs now, Mr. Jacobs? Not quite yet. We'll put the chairs up after everything else. That way, they aren't in our way when we set up. Okay. Whoa, this place is looking fancy. Yeah, gotta get it ready for the big show. Show? The Christmas show. You know, the one you're in. Oh, right. Next week's Christmas pageant. Yeah. Is your family coming to see it? They wouldn't miss it. Dad's gonna film it and everything. You mean, with a camera? No, with a cereal box. Of course a camera. I didn't know there would be recordings of this. I thought it would just be a one-time thing in the garage. It will. Are you nervous or something? I wasn't. What's the matter? What's the difference if it's recorded or not? Well, a plain Mr. Jacob's garage is one and done. The internet is forever. You're really weird. You know that, Kyle. Hi, Laura. Here to help get ready for the Christmas pageant? Hi, Mr. Jacobs. Actually, I kind of forgot you were going to be getting all of this ready. <laughs> oh, I see. I can help, but I was really coming over to listen to the radio. Well, there's nothing saying we can't do both. Really? Great. I'll help untangle these lights. And I'll start the first program. How's this star look, Mr. Jacobs? That should work, Kyle. Will the extension cords still reach? Yeah, they look good. I can test it out. Go ahead, Laura. That looks great, you guys. This is going to... Be the best Christmas pageant ever? Well, yeah. A little cliche, isn't it? Meh, we're kids. We're used to it. Hello, everyone. Hey, Sam. What do you think? It looks great. It's for next week's pageant, right? Are you coming? Oh, I'll have to see. You know the delivery service in December. Non-stop chaos. Are you heading out then? Nah, I've got some time to kill. Well, how about some hot apple cider then? That sounds perfect. Great. I'll pour you a glass. I'll be right back. So are you guys ready for the play? I am. I'm not sure about Laura, though. What's that supposed to mean? You forgot all about it. I didn't forget. It just slipped my mind. Sam understands. Don't you? Perfectly. Whatever. So, you might not be able to see the show this year? I don't think so, Laura. Sorry. It's just really busy at work, and every day towards Christmas gets busier and busier. I figured I'd better come on down while I had the chance and wish everyone happy holidays. What's the matter? Happy holidays? Yeah? You've never heard that before? We have, but it's usually not a good thing. Yeah, that's what people who hate Christmas say. Are you crazy? Tons of people who love Christmas say it. I should know. I deliver their presents. Well, I've heard stories, and they say different. <laughs> oh, yeah? From who? Some loony? Um, guys? Depends. You calling my mom a loony? Maybe we should listen to the radio. No offense to your mom and all, but if saying happy holidays is a bad thing, then I'm glad I'm not her kid. Oh, boy. You wouldn't last a minute. Maybe I should listen to the radio. All right. Now that you two have settled down and have had some time to think, let's get to the bottom of this. What happened? Well, you left to get me my cider. Right. And what happened after that, Sam? Laura asked me if I'd be able to come to the show, and I said I'd be busy. Here's the good part. 
I'll let you talk in a moment, Kyle. So I said I wanted to wish everyone happy holidays. And then Kyle had a meltdown. Is that true, Kyle? I wouldn't call it a meltdown exactly. I'd call it righteous fury. I think meltdown explains it better. No one asked you, Laura. So, if I'm understanding this correctly, this whole argument is over the phrase, happy holidays. Pretty much. Yeah. Only people who hate God use that instead of Merry Christmas. It's a fact. Ask anyone. Actually, Kyle, that's not true at all. Ha! <laughs> Told ya! It may be used to avoid saying the word Christmas, but it usually is used to simply say, I hope all of your holidays are good ones. Come on, Mr. Jacobs. There's only one holiday in December, and we all know what that is. Yeah, Christmas. Actually, there are several holidays in December. Oh, yeah? Like what? New Year's Eve, Pearl Harbor Day. Advent, Hanukkah. Wow, there are a lot of holidays in December. Well, maybe, but the most important one is Christmas. After all, what does Hanukkah have to do with God's love? Well, mm, everything, actually. Not funny, Mr. Jacobs. I think he's being serious. It's true. And I have a book that explains it pretty well. I'll be right back. So, not to say I told you so. Oh, shush. Want to listen to the radio, Laura? Okay. All right, Mr. Jacobs, we're ready for the story. Glad to hear it, Laura. This story happens in the land of Israel before Jesus was born. But how long before? About 150 years. But to set the stage, we're going to go back to 300 BC, when a great general that you may have heard of came to Israel. A great general? Like, how great? How about Alexander the Great? Great. That's pretty great. In case you didn't know, Alexander was famous for turning the little country of Greece into a giant empire. He went to war with many nations and won battle after battle. But according to the story, when he got to the city of Jerusalem, he was kind to them. Good Jewish people, I know that the God you serve is greater than even me. So I will do as your former masters the Persians have done and let you worship your God in the way he has commanded you. Fast forward 150 years and things weren't so good. Alexander the Great had died and his kingdom had been split into three parts and the ruler over Jerusalem was a very different kind of man. He wanted to make sure everyone knew that Greece was the best. So what did he do? He told all the Jewish people that they couldn't follow God anymore and instead had to bow down to idols. He even went so far as to put a statue of the Greek god Zeus in God's temple and make Greek sacrifices there to dishonor God and his people. So not a nice guy in other words. <laughs> as you may have guessed, the Jews were not happy with this and they rose up against their enemies, destroying the altars to the Greek false gods and fighting to free Israel from this evil king's decrees. Okay, this story is pretty cool and everything, but you said it had something to do with God's love. And so far, all you've talked about is kings and wars. Are we getting to the point? We're almost there, Kyle. You see, when the Jewish people took back God's temple, it was quite a mess. Things that God's law said had to be clean had been ruined by the Greeks, and the lamp that lit the temple had only enough oil to burn for one more day. Now, I can't remember all of the laws about how God wanted the temple cleaned after something like this, but I do know that at another time, in 2 Chronicles chapter 29, it tells us that this whole process took up to eight days. So they had eight days to clean up the temple, 
And only one day of light? So what did they do? They trusted God. They wanted to do things His way and not take any shortcuts. They cleaned the temple for eight days, and God kept that lamp burning for all eight days. That's crazy! And that's why, on Hanukkah, Jewish people around the world take eight days to celebrate this wonderful miracle, where God showed His people that He loved them and that He would always give them what they needed. And to this day, this celebration is called the Feast of Lights, or the Feast of Dedication. So cool! Yeah, I guess it does show God's love. I guess it's a good holiday. <laughs> I'm glad you approve. Yeah, I've got to do some thinking. Me too, but after I listen to the radio some more. Mr. Jacobs, I have a question about Hanukkah. Oh yeah? What's that, Laura? You said that the story behind it all happened before Jesus was born. Does that mean that Jesus celebrated Hanukkah too? That's what it says in John 10. Really? I hadn't put that together. But it makes sense. He was a Jew after all. It's pretty cool how it all fits together. And you know something interesting? The traditional greeting that Jesus would have used to greet his friends? You're not saying... Yep. Happy holiday. That's crazy. Are you okay, Kyle? You look concerned. Yeah, I'm just trying to figure something out. We're talking about happy holidays and how that's not a bad thing to say. Yes? I guess what I'm wondering is why my mom told me it was. Hmm. Well, that's a little tricky. I can't tell you exactly why she may have said that. But it probably comes from the fact that some people don't like Christmas because it's a part of Christianity that's very popular. They don't want to be told about Jesus being born as a baby because they don't believe it's important. So instead of wishing people a Merry Christmas, they make a point to use only Happy Holidays instead. Yeah, and that's why we need to only say Merry Christmas. You know, to get back at them. Kill them with kindness, <laughs> Kill them? Uh, well, you know, it's an expression. Mm, perhaps, but I think it shows a little more than you mean it to. Yeah, it seems to me that you don't really care if these people have a Merry Christmas or not. You just want to treat them the same way you think they're treating you. It's more complicated than that. If you say so. I've just noticed that a lot of times when people treat us Christians badly, we have a tendency to want to get back at them. Verses like Romans 12:19, Leviticus 19:18, and Proverbs 24:29 tell us that this is the wrong way to respond. Our job is to show God's love and kindness, even if we feel like someone is attacking God. Because let's face it, God's the best one to set them straight. And nobody learned how to be saved because of a Christian who was mean back. That's true, Sam. Another verse to remember is James 1.19, where God tells us to not get angry too quickly. The best example I can think of is Jesus. When he was taken to court and people were mistreating him, he didn't hit them with zingy comebacks and a nasty attitude. Instead, when he was dying on the cross, he prayed that God would forgive them. I don't think I could ever be that nice to people. Not without God's help, that's for sure. Well, this has been a great visit and I've learned a lot, but I'd better get back to work. My shift starts up pretty soon and I've got a lot of work left. See you guys later. I hope your pageant goes well next week. Bye. Does that help at all, Kyle? Yeah, I've got to work on my attitude a little. It's easy to get offended, you know? I do, Kyle. And I've got to work on that myself. Me too. <laughs> well, 
While we work on our attitudes together, why don't we set up the chairs for next week? All right, I'll start bringing the chairs in if you show me where they need to go. Sounds like a plan. And I'll turn off the radio. 